You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard and AFitBelly.com. Episode 67. And in this episode, I am speaking with a friend of mine from Denver, Colorado. Both he and his wife and his two daughters had a tremendous life-changing transformation. And the information that he shares so freely is just really very much in-depth. So let's dig right in. Well, hello there. This is Linda Borgie from Farmyard. And you, my friends, are just one seed away. This week, I am recording this podcast as a special Thanksgiving gift. I was thinking about those two words, thanks and giving, and certain people popped into my mind, and one of them is my friend John from Denver, Colorado. He is out there in Denver growing healthy people. He is so knowledgeable in the area of health, and his story and his family's story is fascinating. It was very enthralling for me when I went out as his house guest in 2014 when I attended the conference Seeds of Deception. That's when I met both him and his family, and boy, he has been affecting my life ever since. And we laugh, don't we, John? Yeah, Linda, I am so excited to be here on your incredible show with Farmy Yard, and you're just bringing such a great gift to so many people. So thanks for doing it, and thanks for having me. Oh, you're so very much welcome. I want to uh, give our listeners a little bit of the backstory as to how we actually met, because things are so interesting, all these puzzle pieces, right? Well, back in uh, 2014, my friend Kimberly and Dr. Branch went moved out to Denver, and at that time, in the, the summer of that year, there was a conference called the Seeds of Deception. And Kimberly said, you have to come out here. Jeffrey Smith is going to be here. You need to go to this conference. I said, Kimberly, look, you know how hard it is for me to get on a plane number one, and I am not going to breathe hotel air. Not for, you know, anything, uh, anything worthwhile. So, no, no problem. My friend, John, has a beautiful family, and they would love to host you. And I said, okay. So, there we go. Here I am in Denver, plopped in this family. And when she said a beautiful family, she wasn't kidding. I mean, John, wasn't that a fun time? It was a it was a fun time, and I, you know one of the things I remember the most, uh, Linda, is is you were a little discouraged that I actually had grass around my house, and so I think you spent half of your time trying to strategize on how we were going to remove the grass and start growing something that can be a gift to our family and perhaps some of the neighbors. But uh, we're working on it. Working I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I for, totally forgot about that. But now that you mention it, I remember sitting in that chair. In your backyard next to that tree. Mm -hmm. 
figuring out a plan, figuring out a plan, where is the sun, you know. So that was really a, a very lovely experience, and it was really just for a couple of days or so. But during that period of time, uh, your story, your story of transformation was so powerful to me that when my mother-in-law came to live with us at the age of 90, I knew exactly what quote-unquote food group I was going to focus on feeding her for her vitality. So I would love for you to explain to the listeners your transformation story of getting healthy. You know, I, I'd love to do that, and it's a perfect um, forum for that type of discussion, Linda. And I'll tell you that, you know, it's interesting what kind of drives us to learn things as we kind of go through life. And, and oftentimes, we spend the most time trying to figure out that which affects us the most. And uh, we've had, I have a, a lovely wife that I've been married to for 30 years. We have two wonderful daughters, absolutely beautiful, amazing human beings, but we've had some health challenges, and it was those health challenges that have just driven us to look at different things, to examine our behaviors, to examine the world around us. You know, there's an expression that I've come to understand at a very deep level, and that is uh, uh, the concept of the canary in the coal mine, and I think people might recognize that, that what that expression actually means is, you know, coal mines are dangerous places. And if they send the canary down the coal mine and the canary comes back, it's probably safe uh, for someone to go down there and do some work. Uh, if the canary doesn't come back, it's not looking very good. <laughs> so we, we kind of have determined that we're at some level kind of the canary in the coal mine in that we've had to figure some things out. And, and Mary Lynn, you know, my lovely wife, uh, had had some, some health challenges from early on. It had to do with, with weight and inflammation that was constant in her body, just never feeling really good. And, um, you know, we just, have, we tried everything. We've, we've been to all kinds of doctors. We've been to energy healers and medicine men and shamans and naturopaths and allopathic doctors and trying to just understand what was going on. And I got a call from somebody that said, you know, I'm aware of a company that is really committed to purity in their in their products uh, in terms of, you know, really incredible superfoods and providing things that don't have all the typical offenders in the food, but just really super nutrition. And said, so, you know, you ought to try it and see how it affects you. And, and so when you're when having that experience of, hey, you know, we work for, you know, we've tried to do all the right things and we don't get the results. And just to go back with that story, just really, really quick, we were visiting a natural path, visiting, we were seeing a natural path up in Boulder, Colorado. And the natural path said, Hey, you know what? I can help you. And we looked at all the blood work, we looked at everything. And he said, Look, what you need to do is you need to go on this particular regime. We're going to do a, um, uh, a test on your blood. We're going to find out what you're allergic to. Okay, and so he tested us for 24 different foods to see where the allergies were. She was allergic to 21 of 24 foods. Oh. It was unbelievable. And the doctor said, you know what, I'll tell you what, Raylan, all you have to do is stop eating those 21 foods. And in six months, nine months, or a year, you're going to feel better. And uh, that was pretty upsetting. In fact, I remember my wife, when we left there, the doctor said, you know, here's a box of Kleenex for your ride home because it was going to require a lifestyle change. And I remember what my wife said to me. I mean, if I'm going to be really honest, what she said was, 
um, can we go out and have a margarita? <laughs> and I said, yeah. I said, of course we could go do that. And then we started into this process. Well, here's the bottom line. The story, 12 months later, she was extremely compliant, as was I. Uh, the inflammation hadn't gone down. She hadn't lost a pound. It was frustrating. It enters into this category of the mystery illness. Why don't you feel great? Well, a lot of the traditional doctors we went to said, well, you know, your blood work looks pretty good. This looks pretty good. That looks pretty good. I don't know what's going on. So it was a mystery. And that's what kept pushing us to look at more and more, you know, uh, potential ideas that could affect all of this. And so we found out about this really super pure food. And there was this 10-day transformation that we did. And it involved basically getting, it's like taking a vacation, Linda. And that vacation was not about traveling to an exotic destination, but that vacation was from sugar, from carbs, and from processed foods. And when we did that, we replaced those foods with these superfoods for 10 days, we had a life-altering event. Um, now, I don't think that weight loss is the key to everything, but it, you do, it does get your attention. Uh, I lost 11.4 pounds and 7 inches in 10 days. My wife refused to measure herself because she uh, didn't think it was going to work. But she did weigh herself. She lost 10 and a half pounds in 10 days. Now, again, it's not the weight that I want to highlight here. It's the fact that something made a difference. And it wasn't just what we were putting in our body now, these super nutrient-dense foods, but it was what we were not putting in our body. So we started this journey with these products or this, this line of focus in terms of how we were feeding ourselves five years ago, and it's changed our entire life. And so we, you know, we did have the, the weight loss, but we also had a mental clarity. We had inflammation go down. It was really an incredible shift. And so we put ourselves right in the hot spot of getting education. And what I love, when you came out to visit us, it was like you were just lock in step with where we were. We were probably a lot further behind you in terms of the information because, you know, you've got the information. You've been an early adopter in all of this. But I didn't know. I mean, I always wanted to eat well, but I never really looked at organic versus conventionally grown food. I didn't read every label to find out what kind of fillers and fibers and excipients and artificial flavorings and pesticides and sweeteners and colorants and GMOs. I didn't I – didn't, I wasn't super knowledgeable about – the effect that all that was having on me. And so as we started to understand this, we started to, you know, certainly opt for foods that were cleaner. We started to eat organic. We started to pay attention about GMOs. Then we started to get super education from people like Jeffrey Smith, who mm -hmm. you know very well, and yeah. people like David Perlmutter and Stephanie Seneff, yeah. uh, and people who were really um, just they're whistleblowers. I mean, what else is there to say, Linda? They're whistleblowers about what's happened to our food supply. And here's what I kind of figured out is that we're not going to clean up the food supply overnight. Nope. So we have to have some type of antidote that we're working with. We have to have something that's going to allow us to cope with the environment in which we live today. And so if you're if you're one of the people as a listener going, well, I've had this going on and that going on and it's a mystery and I don't know and the doctor says I'm in pretty good shape and my blood work looks okay, 
there's probably something going on that's resulting to what's happening in our food supply and our environment. And we need to work a little harder. And I hate to say it, but that's the truth, Linda. We have to work a little harder to, to find out what changes we can make that can make a difference. And, and I found some things that have really helped me in that area. Well, you know, um, my father would always say, if you want to find out about a company, you need to look to the helm. Who's driving the ship? So perhaps you could tell us a little bit about the owner of uh, this company with this pure food. Yeah, well, I can. And, and you know, Linda, I know that, that you've been feeding yourself and your family with it, and I hope that, yeah. that uh, you know, the listeners will check in with you on this because you are such an amazing advocate for this, and I'm just genuinely appreciative. But I see you as right up there in the saddle with someone by the name of David Sandoval. Mm -hmm. And David Sandoval is the chief uh, science officer, formulator, uh, shaman in residence, if you will, at Purium Health Products. And what basically, David's story is really an amazing one. You know, he was living on the streets at the age of 14. Uh, his aunt took him in and said, look, I'm going to give you three meals a day and put you back in school. And, and six months later, uh, his auntie died. And that planted a seed in David saying, because the doctor basically told him, said, look, your, your aunt made some bad food choices, and we really believe it was the bad food that really took her out early. And he said, I'm never going to let anybody die like that again, and I'm going to work for the rest of my life against this. And so he went out, and actually this is so fascinating to me, he went out and created relationships with five really amazing people in the area of whole life food and real wellness, and that was Ann Wigmore. She's the gal who started the Hippocrates Institute. Bernard Jensen, father of iridology. Uh, Hannah Kroger, master herbalist. Paul Bragg, Dr. Christopher. That would be his Mount Rushmore of educators. So he's really taken all that information, synthesized it in an amazing way, and made a commitment that anything that he would produce would not be overrun by the economic interests of business. In other words, capitalism wasn't going to, profit wasn't going to get in the way of providing a really clean and pure product. And I, I really responded to that. I went out and I met David and I went through the plant and the facility and I saw that he wasn't just speaking uh, sales. He was speaking about passion, about wanting to change the world one meal at a time, one plate at a time. And, and that's exactly what he's doing. So, you know, I've been following his journey and, and advocating uh, his lifestyle and the type of information that he puts out. And, and over the years, he was kind of non-GMO before non-GMO was popular because he saw that train wreck from his education. And, um, you know, this whole idea around GMOs and what has now become the epidemic with glyphosate, he started to really focus in on that. And he's, he's now created something that, in my opinion, is has the potential to change the world. It most definitely will change the world. This is the first and only solution that I now have available to every single person that comes before me. Because I know and have known that everyone has the, the roundup in their bellies. There's not one person 
that does not have that situation. And John, I would love for you to discuss the gut, to discuss the belly, and exactly what that cons- that control center controls. Yeah, well, it's it's amazing. I know that that you have a website, I believe, that to help educate people because we're going to paint the picture here. But that you can give them a deeper dot. What do you want? What's the website? Oh yeah, a fitbelly.com and a fitbelly.com, and I'll put all of this along with any other links, John, that you would like to include in the show notes for our listeners. Okay. Well, I'll tell you that that the the. The epidemic of GMOs, in particular glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in the herbicide Roundup. So if you've heard of Roundup before, if you've been to the hardware store, you've seen it in the weed killer section, um, glyphosate is the active ingredient in that herbicide. And the truth is that, that, that glyphosate, which is carcinogenic, it's a toxic poison, it's in the air we breathe, the water we drink, the ground we walk on, and in the majority of the food in the food supply. And you can almost be guaranteed about 98% of the restaurants, okay, if not a little higher. So it is, it's a major, major issue. So what is, what's glyphosate? What's the problem? Well, we know it was designed as an antimicrobial. That's what glyphosate is. It's designed to kill bacteria, to kill insects. Um, And what's interesting, Linda, is that we have billions of insects in our gut, in the microbiome, these little bacteria. And so while it does a great job killing things on plants, when we put it in our body, it kills the very beneficial bacteria that we have residing in our gut that is responsible for so much. So glyphosate essentially takes the microvilli of the intestine, it blunts the absorption of nutrients. It affects the immune system. It affects the brain. It affects the uh, so many of the skin. It affects uh, how our body is able to detoxify. It is an endocrine disruptor. It affects the P450 enzyme, which is responsible for helping the body detoxify. It destroys the mucosal layer of the gut. Uh, it does so many things that are are problematic. Let's just put it that way. So I, I'm talking to a physician. I, I found it very interesting. Um, when talking about the immune system, 70% of all the cells involved in the immune function in the body are located in the gut, in the microbiome. So you start to think about that and you let that information in. What that says to me is if the gut is not healthy, what's our chance you know, of being healthy ourselves? Ninety percent of the of the brain's serotonin is produced in the gut. Fifty percent, I mean, fifty percent, I think, of the dopamine for the brain is produced in the gut. Fifty fifty so percent of the dopamine. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. So you know, there's there's a lot going on with this, and I, I think the thing we have to pay attention to is that we're not going to probably see that. Now, I, I hate to say. That I'm not, I'm an optimistic person, Linda, but I think even in my most optimistic moments, to see us eradicate glyphosate from the air, the water, the ground, and the food supply in my lifetime is going to be a challenge. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big challenge. I mean, to me, optimism is the most practical strategy for life, but 
even though considering, even that considered, I still think I need some type of antidote. So, you know, since glyphosate was patented as an antimicrobial, it's designed to kill the bacteria. It kills the healthy bacteria in the gut. Um, there's some problems that happen with that. Actually, what they've also shown uh, clinically and scientifically is that glyphosate chelates, it binds minerals and pulls them out of the body. So it actually pulls the minerals out of the body. And I, I believe, Linda, that minerals are pretty integral to our health. Well, as, as it is with the soil, minerals are very integral to our health. Absolutely. And we know our minerals have been depleted. And so we have to do a little bit of extra work. You know, I know that in biodynamic farming and all the things that you do and talk about, you're doing everything possible to bring the value back into the food. Mm -hmm. So in addition to seeing the microvilli of the gut caked, we know that the production for the immune system is, is certainly uh, out of kilter. And I'll explain that in just a moment. But the production of serotonin is probably compromised as well, which is why we see the epidemic of depression, mm. uh, autism, so many other things affecting the brain. I mean, I think it's a, I, I don't want to make it sound like um, it affects everything, but it affects everything. That sounds kind of funny, but that's how I feel about it personally. So the other thing that it affects and what we're seeing um, with glyphosate, as we look at what's happening with the immune system, is we see different biomarkers in the body increasing as well. So we take something like C-reactive protein, which is an inflammatory marker. It's the number one biomarker or indicator for heart disease. Now, is it the only inflammation marker in the body? No, but it's a powerful one. And so when we look at the CRP, which hopefully if you've ever had your blood work done, it's very, very common that you're going to see high sensitivity C-reactive protein on your blood. Um, and being under one milligram per liter of blood is safe. When you get to three, you start to end up in the danger zone. When you get to 10, the average person with a heart attack has a, a CRP of 10. Okay. And so this is something that you're going to want to look at. Do a little bit of self-research because, you know, there's that phrase that's going around that I'm sure you've heard it too called biohacking, mm. right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's all of us taking personal responsibility for our own health and finding out the hacks or the antidotes that we can bring into, uh, you know, into our own lives and, you know, to help improve our own health. So I think that 25% of the population, I read a study about 25% of the population has a CRP over three. Mm. So that's putting people in the danger zone. So if we can bring down that inflammation marker, so what, what's happening in, in with, with inflammation is a good thing. Let's just be really clear about it. Inflammation is designed in a very specific way to launch an immune response. That inflammation goes up. The, um, whatever the pathogen is or the invader gets quelled or silenced or satisfied or removed, and then the inflammation comes back down. But here's the problem. The inflammation is not coming back down. We're in a chronic state of inflammation. And so there's something called cytokine storming. So when the body notices a pathogen, pathogen it starts to send out the cytokines basically are a signaling mechanism to the immune system to fire up. Let's get, this, let's get this infection or something dealt with, but then when it's chronic, because we keep putting the offender in our body, mm -hmm. like glyphosate, then how do we ever calm down that, that cytokine storm? How do we calm down the inflammatory response?
okay? So the problem certainly is glyphosate. It's antibiotics. It's processed foods. It's herbicides. Mm. It's pollution. Mm. There's a lot of things in our environment that we're dealing with, you know, kind of on a on, on the reg, as my daughter might say, but, <laughs> on, you know, on an ongoing basis. And you know what? We think we have it bad. Pets have 50 times the amount of glyphosate in their body that we have in ours. So, you know, I think it's interesting, and you know, I, 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 it's, it's kind of sad, but true, and maybe it's not sad, maybe it's appropriate, I don't know, but people will do more sometimes, Linda, for their pets than they will do for their own personal health. I know. That's, that's, it's, for me, it's a little, uh, it's a little on the frightening side. I mean, you talk about these inflammation markers, you know, I mean, when I was introduced to what I call my belly cleaner, right? By uh -huh. Sephora, a friend of mine out in France, she called me and said, Linda, do you know that you could take four pills a day and it's going to remove 74% of the glyphosate from your, from your gut? I said, get out of town. I said, what, what are you talking about? She said, no, really. I said, you're not kidding. She said, no. Well, I got on that protocol because I had been living down south and, and they, they don't even know how to spell bread, let alone make bread and forget about the bagels, right? And then I had moved up north for about six months, four to six months, and I knew I was overdoing it with the Italian bread. I knew it. And the bagels. I mean, I could feel it. I could feel it. So I took uh, the protocol, and four days into this protocol, my belly was half the size. But I, I anticipated that happening, you know. But then, three weeks into this six to eight-week protocol, my knees, the swelling in my knees that I have had for the past 15 to 20 years were starting to go down. And it was going down. And prior to that, it was getting bigger and bigger. My knees were starting to look like snossages. I was using my granddaughter as a walking stick to go up and down the stairs. I was taking turmeric. I was icing them. I mean, I was taking Epsom salt. I was... I was trying to deal with this inflammation and I just felt it was from farming and they were baker cysts and it was just inflammation. Well, today I, I am eight, eight weeks into this protocol and I'm never stopping this protocol because my knees are as good as they were when I was 20 years old. I wore heels the other day, all day long. And, and two months ago, I was using my granddaughter as a walking stick. I have no inflammation in my knees. So after the, this inflammation started to go down three weeks in, I said, huh, let me check this out a little bit more, only to find out that inflammation is inflammation. And I needed to get the small. I did not have a very large amount of glyphosate in my gut. I had a urine test done specifically for glyphosate prior to the protocol and my urine tested very low 86 percent lower than an average american's urine so my in my mind i cannot even imagine john what will happen when someone has a large percentage of glyphosate in their urine, in their body, in their belly? Because if we're not grow, that's the place where we want to grow healthy soil. Number one is in your gut. 
and then plant those seeds. We want a lush, tropical forest of a lot of activity there. And it's just, to me, I mean, I am just really beyond thrilled because prior to this, the only real solution I had to come to the table with was to farm your yard or farm your five-gallon pail or farm your yeah. windowsill or farm your patio. But now, oh boy, it's like I—it's like I've been given the golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love to tell people about the antidote because I think it's—that's really where this whole story kind of goes. And I want—if if you would allow me—I'd like to just read a quick quote by a doctor that I thought was very interesting, and it just talks to the importance of the gut. Marcelo Campos, M.D. He—he he, he says this quote. Inside our bellies, we have an extensive intestinal lining covering more than 4,000 square feet of surface area. When working properly, it forms tight barrier that controls what gets absorbed into the bloodstream. An unhealthy gut lining, a.k.a. leaky gut, may have large cracks or holes allowing potentially digested food toxins and bugs to penetrate the tissues beneath it. This may be the trigger for inflammation and changes the gut flora the normal bacteria that could lead to problems within the digestive tract and beyond. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to bring that up because what we're trying to do is revitalize this microbiome. And so the, the product that, that I have found to be very effective, and it's the only product in the world that I know at this time mm -hmm. that has been clinically proven in a preclinical trial to literally chelate or, or to bind to the glyphosate in the body and pull it out of the body uh, within you know within a couple of months you know six to eight weeks and so here's what here's what the clinical trial said by taking this product you could remove 74 percent of the glyphosate or in this particular study it showed the subjects reduced 74 percent out of the of the glyphosate out of their body in six weeks and it had a correlating reduction of 75 percent in the c-reactive protein in the preclinical trial. Now, you might remember me talking about the C-reactive protein as an inflammation marker. So what's astounding here, the reduction in, C, in, in CRP, I mean, it doesn't necessarily show causation, but the correlation between the two of the reduction of glyphosate and the reduction of C-reactive protein, almost point for point, is astounding. And if you, if you just put on your layman's hat for a moment, and you think about these junctions in the gut that Dr. Campos just referred to in his statement, that if you tighten up these junctions and you don't have these uh, you know, partially digested proteins and things and toxins slipping through the mucosal lining of the gut into the bloodstream, which is activating the cytokine storming, which is pushing the inflammation, you start to see how all these pieces kind of fit together. So if we can bind to that glyphosate, which is like a heavy metal, if you will, if we can bind to that glyphosate and bring that out of the body, if we can create a scrubby bubble effect to the microvilli, clean those microvilli, we can feed them a prebiotic, which is food for the healthy bacteria. We can provide a probiotic called lactospore, which is in this product, which is basically helping to recolonize the gut. And then we have this humic fulvic acid compound which is really doing the heavy lifting. That's doing the cleanup. And so it's the combination of those ingredients inside this product called Biome Medic. 
So it's a medical solution to the biome, right? Cleaning up the microbiome. You can actually have the antidote working on your side. So I, I think this is tremendous. And so when I started on this product, and it's and you can and kids can take this product. Everybody, Linda, and I mean everybody should be taking this product because none of us can escape the problem. Not I know one. I sound I sound so serious, and I don't mean to sound overly serious, but this is a serious issue. It is. It is a serious issue, and everyone needs to take this product. I would like to set the intention right now that every single listener is going to gift themselves this product for the holiday season. You could not gift yourself anything better than this. We cannot avoid it. it. They are spraying it on our grammar school grounds. It's in our parks. It's in our streams. It's in the air. But it does not have to be in our gut. Because now, and like John said, I mean, I know of nothing, nothing, preclinical trial or not, I have seen nothing that claims to remove the glyphosate in the gut. This is it. I tell you, I am very, very grateful to David Sandoval and to his persistence and his dedication and his mission. You know, reading about him and watching some YouTube videos, I really connected with him without ever meeting him, connected with him in a very soul space because this man knows food from the seed up. He honors the earth beneath his feet. He knows how to spell humus. You know, so I am very grateful that he recognized the problem because you're right, John. When I started uh, giving my family these pure foods back in 2014, when Kimberly first brought it to my attention, I got a little cocky, you know, and I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Is it? Is it certified organic? Well, it is. It definitely is. Is it GMO free? She said, yes, it is. And you're right. It was both. There was gluten-free water. You know what I'm trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think think we did a great job, my friend. What do you think? I I hope that the listeners got a little something out of this. I I think it says, you know, for some, this is like, oh, I've heard it. I know it. I'm in action. And for those that sound a little bit Greek, you know, the research is out to do, you know, whether that's looking up Jeffrey Smith and the Institute um, for Responsible Technology or just looking at what's happening with Monsanto, for crying out loud, you know, and seeing uh, the the, the people going after them, the lawsuits that are stacked. Something is going on. Something big is going on, and something's going on every single day. Just yesterday, there, uh, there, the second case is coming up now. It's a couple, an elderly couple, uh, you know, suing them for, uh, for the effects of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, as well as Germany, in their infinite wisdom, decided to, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to use Roundup for another five years and see how it goes. So, I mean, but 
It doesn't matter what they do. It matters what we do. And we have to farm our belly. That's what we have to do. Once we farm our belly, then we'll have knees like butter and we could go dancing again and feel alive. I mean, I tell you, if you can't walk, it's a problem. It is. You know, Linda, I'd just like to leave people with the idea that we can live in peaceful abundance. And I think if we can get our food supply fixed or we can deal with the problem the best that we can yes. as the food supply is being fixed, we have a real shot. And yep. it changes the chemistry of our brains. It changes the dynamics of our family. It helps bring an end to the mystery illnesses that the doctors can't seem to figure out. So I, I think there's something here. And, and thank you for the constant warrior that you are uh, in educating people and bringing this uh, to, to the light. Thank you. Well, and thank you too, my friend. I really appreciate your time that you spent with us today. And I uh, wish you continued success in growing all those healthy people because I know your story affected me because it's real and it's true. So uh, keep up the good work, kiddo. And thank Thanks again. Thanks, Linda. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this lovely episode of the Farmer Yard Podcast. If you did, please download and subscribe and leave us a comment or a question. I've been giving some shout-outs lately for some of the, com uh, of the comments that we've been getting on iTunes. And this episode is supported by AFitBelly.com. And looking forward to next week, I'm very excited to interview Carol Gravy. And she is on the board for Moms Against Monsanto. She's been a warrior for so long, and her website is Food Integrity Now. So if you want to check it out ahead of time. Well, thanks again, kiddos. I will see you on the flip side. And until then, grow healthy people.